0: Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. I am JK, moderate Texan. This is the moderate Texan podcast. To my right, that is money, Matt Marr over there, my buddy, my homie, my little brother from another mother. How you doing today, Matt? I'm doing well, Jay, how are you? It's a great day, man. It's a great day. Uh, made some money, got paid. It's payday today, so, so my bank account is full. Oh, I got to review some film, so it was a good day. Uh, We got some good news coming out um, regarding people coming home from the United States, a.k.a. Brittany Griner. And we we got some some stuff we get to talk about today. We get to bring people right back to the middle, just like always. How was your day today, Matt?
1: It was really long, but it's always a good day when we get to finally kick back relax talk to friends enjoy what's up of your day and I mean yeah, it's.
0: yes sir yes sir well you guys know the drill it has been what 12 weeks now that I've been doing this 13 weeks uh, 12 if you discount the week that I, I left out for Thanksgiving um, But this is this is week 13 or we're in week 14 now um, let's let's talk about what's gonna we'll talk about what happened with the film today but let's let's kind of get the 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 good stuff out of the way here eden what's up my guy good to see you as always as always y'all don't forget to like comment and subscribe if you want to hit us up on social media everything is below in the description i've also included ryan's or gm fanatics information in there and jordan aka texan's thoughts his stuff is in there including his youtube channel give him some support, give him some love. And if you're not in the Texans thoughts, discord, feel free to join. We are a family in there. I'm, 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 loving it. This is where I met my guy money, Matt here. It's been a great time. It's been, it's been good stuff. And as always, what do you guys need me to pray for? Put it in the chat. And if you're not wanting to, or putting in the chat or the comments, um, go ahead and DM me on, 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 linkedin if you got me there if you got my number text me there if you uh want to drop it in uh twitter go ahead and, and drop that there as well all right let's jump into our our good segment i'll let matt go first today because as we jump into the quick side note i want to let him go first he he had some experiences a couple weeks ago y'all he's about to have another one in texas uh, but i'll <laughs> let him go first take cool. it away matt
1: a couple weeks ago, I had the honor and privilege to go to Houston, Texas to watch my favorite football team, obviously, the Houston Texans, play live. First, first time since 2019 in the catastrophic AFC Divisional Round game that was in Kansas City. It was tough, and uh, I'm honestly not going to lie. So the like when it came time closer for my trip... I, I started getting nervous, like almost like like I already had the game tickets, I already had the plane tickets, it was too late to back out, so I was like, I'm just going to go down there, try to make the most of it, and have fun. So, but I got down there, and it was a good time. Like, the weather wasn't the greatest, but still made the most of it while I was down there. I met Jay in person while I was down there, so absolutely great guy, top here. And just the atmosphere around, like, NRG on game day, like, while the team is not good at all, like, the vibes are just incredible. Like, the DJs that's around, like, the second level of stadium, they vibe all game long. Like, they're bouncing back and forth, and they're setting, like, the entire tone for the crowd, and it's a good time. And just, like... Everyone was getting into it, and then the game happened, and it was more like a Commander's home game, but it was still a good time. I had a lot of fun. Also, I got this little exclusive jersey right here while I was down there, and me and Jay are twinning today, because why not? So, I mean if the Texans win, because me and Jerry playing like we may have to do this more often, but it's probably not going to happen, especially with Ted Hamilton calling the plays. But with that being said, let's give them the other side notes.
0: Yeah. Let's go ahead and jump in real quick. Also, you guys, if you're not watching the video game awards, then you didn't register, go ahead and do that. Uh, you can try and win a, a steam deck. It's available. So try it. You never know. You never know what could happen. Um, me one second here as i pull up my notes all right so i want to talk about two other things today um the first one is a little less recent than the other one but we'll talk about this one first the first situation is deon sanders going to colorado right i know there's a lot of people who's upset about this particularly the african-american community and I wanted to kind of provide my thoughts on it. I've had a couple of days to kind of chill out and, and, you know, pay attention and and, and see what's going on. Um, But my big thing here is I feel like people are overblowing this. I am upset about this. I will say this. I am upset about him leaving Jackson State University. But it's not because he's abandoned black people right i want i want that to be stated right i don't believe he's abandoned black people right that that would be silly of me to even say or believe right that's that's just silliness um what i do believe the issue is is i believe hbcus the african american community And Jackson State University failed Deion Sanders big time. They had an opportunity to make Jackson State University one of the biggest schools in the world and didn't do it. They couldn't. It was, for lack of a better term, not done well. They didn't pay him. They let him pay for stuff and never paid him back. They let his stuff get stolen out of the locker room, which I believe is the last straw, right? They didn't provide the safest of areas. They didn't allow their, like, he had to pay for a lot of things like their jerseys, their locker room, their suits, right? He had to leverage all of his stuff to get this team to where they are today. And still he took them and made them undefeated. And still he made these boys men, right? He took these boys and made them men. He gave them a father figure that they didn't have before. I think they did him dirty. I'm happy that he gets an opportunity to take his talents to a bigger school and a bigger conference. But I am sad that at Jackson State University, we're losing out on that father figure, that we're losing out on somebody who has made lives better for people, for families. He's taught boys how to become men. Um, What do you think on that, Matt? Anything else you got to add to that?
1: almost kind of... Makes me think of the uh, movie Remember the Titans when uh, the schools converge and, like, all these kids are under the leadership of uh, Herman Boone. I couldn't remember his name there for a Mm -hmm. second. And, Mm -hmm. like, all of them are pretty immature and, like, aren't wanting to get along. Well, him and – I'm blanking on the other coach's name now. But they get together and they – put these kids through through hell and like that brotherhood is bonded and yeah it sucks for Jackson State that they're not going to have that anymore because I feel like being a lower level school because before Deion Sanders made that school blow up I personally never heard of Jackson State but so I I don't want to assume anything but I assume it's like not easy to get in that school but it's not the hardest thing to do like i bet like but yeah all i know is probably getting into colorado is a little bit harder than getting into jackson state
0: but i don't think so uh, they, they've been around for so. a while and they're pretty good school. okay um they the the thing is though it's just not a well-known school right okay like, until now right until now They weren't that well-known of a school. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of something that needs to be brought into everybody's attention is that this was not a well-known school. I think if the biggest one was grambling, maybe after that is Texas Southern because of Michael Strahan, right? Like you don't get a lot of people who knew about HBCUs prior to Deion Sanders going to Jackson state and then saying things like, uh, if I ain't, who's swag if I ain't swag, right, stuff like that, like that, he brought that that swag back to HBCUs and mm. it, it is what it is, man, kind of yeah, sucks. Yeah, but
1: anyway, it sucks for Jackson State, but if, like at the end of the day, like they weren't gonna give Dion what he deserved and Colorado said, hey, why don't you come coach for us and he took he's taking full advantage so he's getting to move on to the next step so good for Dion, but it's unfortunate for jackson state
0: yeah it is it is it's unfortunate it's an unfortunate situation but i am happy for for deon sanders i'm happy for shador sanders and his you know his, you know everybody who's going to be leaving jackson state moving to even more coverage in the pac-12 hopefully they can play at that competition level and if they can yo Jackson State was legit then, and they should have had a chance at a bowl game if they don't have one already, because they were undefeated, and they won the SWAT. What's up, Alpha? How you doing, man? Good to see you. Getting on to the second subject. This is a tough subject, because I don't want people to think that I am against what happened today. Um, I want to talk a little bit today about Brittany Griner getting to come home. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing. I want her to be home. I, I don't want anybody to be held as a prisoner on trumped up charges in another country, right? I know she admitted to what she did. I know she did what she did, and, and it has whatever penalties it has in Russia, whatever. I don't. It is what it is there, Right. And I know I don't want to make this political because I really don't like politics. But what I do want to say is I kind of agree with Dave Portnoy in what he said earlier today. This is the worst trade in the history of trades. Bill O'Brien's trade of DeHop and Jadavian Clowney are miles better than this. Like I, I need y'all to understand how bad this trade is. Somebody else said it earlier. I think it was Eden in the in in the Texans Thoughts Discord mentioned that uh, he sent out a tweet uh that this was like trading Megan Rapino for 2004 uh, uh, Osama bin Laden. You're literally trading a basketball player for the merchant of death. That's what he's called, right? That's insane. We take Britney Gra- I'm happy she's back. I'm happy she's coming home. I'm 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 all for that. But there's another guy that's over there that's been there for four years. This is his second presidency that he's over there. Two years under Trump, two years under Biden. And he's been, since he's been there longer, why wasn't he first in the order of operations? Why wasn't he first in line? Matt and I were talking about this earlier, Matt, if you were in prison that long, why wouldn't you want to be first, regardless of race or what you are? Like, wouldn't you want to be the first person to come home? Right. Why does Brittany Griner get to jump in front? Is it because she's, good at shooting a basketball not better than DeMarcus Cousins but is she good at shooting a basketball yes is she known for being in the WNBA and being the the woman that's dunked the most yes does that mean she should come home before a decorated veteran who was sent by his country and was doing his job in Russia no it doesn't that's why I'm upset. I'm not upset because of race or anything. I don't care about that. I'm happy Brittany Griner is home. But Paul Whalen is still over there. Why? And how are we going to get him back? Absolutely. Absolutely got fleeced. Matt, what do you got to say about that?
1: I pretty much was going to say exactly what you said. You hit the nail right on the head of he even head. We got fleeced. Phil O'Brien and Jack be were the ones negotiating the trade, and we lost. But I guess shout out PG for getting to come home, but at what cost? Yeah, yeah.
0: I I, I kind of want to uh, tack on to that also, and you know we did get fleeced, but I, I want it to be known that I I am for her. I'm I am for her coming back. But what it really shows to me is, as people are saying, this was, it was too hard to bring home Paul Whelan, right? Paul Whelan. It was easier to bring home Brittany Griner. People were in the president's ear and, and in various people's ears. They got the merchant of death, a top 10 most wanted dude in the world, Back. And we got back Brittany Griner, right? Like if anything, it should have been a spy for an international arms dealer, right? That seems closer to a level of trade. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. We can agree to disagree if you don't agree with me. I just, it's upsetting to me, not because she's home, but because of the way in which it was done, those are my thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. We have gotten through our quick side note. Let's jump into some plays, shall we? Uh, we watched a little bit of film. We saw um, saw some good stuff on screen. Let's let's see let's see what we can see today. Give me a second here while I pull this up. All right, so I'm going to I'm going to start it off before we jump into the film. I want to mention something. We have bagged on the Texans defense all season because they couldn't defend. They let us down so many times. This was not one of those games at all. If I remember correctly, uh, 14 points were scored straight up off of Kyle Allen. Bumbling and throwing a pick six, I believe, right? Um, so this was not all, like 14 of I think they scored 27, 14 of the 27 points weren't even on the the defense. It might even actually be uh, uh 21 of the 27 points, might not even be on the defense. That's how bad this is. So uh, let's take a look at this game. Um, let's take a look at the film. Let's take a look. Let's, let's take a look at this first play. All right. So to start off, looks like we got our normal cover two uh, defense here. Looks like cover two man. Got a hat on a hat. Hat on a hat. Hat on a hat here. Uh, hat on a hat right here. Right. It looks. It looks like. Or actually, it's hat on a hat over here. Um, we've got our, our our cover two right here. This looks pretty normal. Uh, their line has they've got four receivers, a tight end, uh, or at least a tight end, three receivers, and a running back. Uh, and we've got five offensive linemen. Space defense going on right here, guys. So let's take a look. Let's see what's going on here. Oh, incomplete pass. All right. So... What do you see here, Matt?
1: I see Deshaun Watson doing Deshaun Watson things because, as much as we hate the guy, breaking that first initial sack is what he's best known for. We've seen it in the 2019 mild card against the Buffalo Bills when he made that absolutely magical play and then hit Tywan Jones for, I forgot how much, how big the gain was. But the defense played well this game, but that's something that we've got to do better on is bringing the man down with that first hit.
0: Facts. Facts. I think it's interesting because wasn't Jerry Hughes involved in that play as well? I believe so. That's the person who missed that sack here. So it's twice Deshaun Watson's done him dirty. Um, Shades of 2019 against the Bills playoff game, as you said, right? This is, this is, you've got to sack him here. It's still an incomplete pass. It's good play. It is on third down. Uh, both of our, our outside rushers get good bend here, and they get in. Look at that. They're, they're there at them, but you got to wrap them up. You got to bring them down. Good job by Tavier Thomas to come up and and, and force that throw earlier and, and make things harder for him. Deshaun Watson, this, this throw is more of Deshaun Watson not being full Deshaun Watson yet. And... <coughs> Instead of the defense being really awesome here. Now, did Deshaun Watson have anybody open? Really, no. This is probably a slide-in pick. Covered, covered, covered. Uh, I guess he has Chubb out here. Maybe. Not really, though. Uh, this that, When this play is broken down, yeah, the only person he really has open is over here on the opposite side of the field. And Based on how Deshaun Watson played after 700 days... I don't expect him to make this throw on the opposite side of the field there's no Tywan jones uh there to break him out uh this time so that was play one i think it's a good play by the defense Uh, i do wish they would have gotten the sack instead um but this is a good solid play by the defense if you guys disagree feel free to put that in the chat let's get to play two let's get to play two a little too far all right while we're doing that let me check over here and see if i've won a steam deck yet does not appear so all right let's get to play two here real quick all right so this play is a great play now i apologize i don't know what's going on with with uh um i don't know what's going on with nfl plus but Hey, that all 22 has been funky, but we see the play here. Tavier Thomas comes back and immediately is making an impact. I mean, immediately Matt, what do you see here, man?
1: Tavier Thomas dog. Hopefully he's a player that we keep around for a good duration of this rebuild. Because as we see here, he just comes out of nowhere and boom punches that ball out and desmond king's there for the recovery so love to see it defense played great this game but still can come away with a w but we
0: look at all the yeah. bright sides yeah, yeah yeah uh my thing here is hustle tavier thomas comes from outside the numbers right he's not this isn't even his man He hustles to get this. Look, look, I want y'all to see it from this angle. Look, he's outside the numbers. He hustles, comes from behind, and punches that ball out. We know that uh, Lovey Smith has been teaching this, right? We've been seeing the players trying to do this more and more and more. Um, And it knocks the ball out, and it gets us the turnover. As uh, as Chisel Adonis, another YouTuber, likes to say, uh, the apple, to turnover, that's exactly what happened here. Great play by Tavier Thomas. Uh... And the D is honestly what kept us in the game up to this point, right? It's still 0-0. So uh, good stuff here from the D. It gets us our first points on offense. All right. Let's get to another play. This is going to be mainly defensive heavy, guys, because the offense with So uh, let's let's get to the defense. Let's get to this next play. I apologize off the rip here for bad camera stuff. Uh, The camera, again, has been... I don't know what's going on with the... (coughs) um all 22 stuff but it is not at its best all right so let's look off the rip we've got a couple receivers in but everybody's kind of stacked up on the line is bunched up one two three four five six uh offensive linemen Pharaoh Brown is obviously in for bro- blocking here he's probably going to a block then we got I think that's Amari Cooper out wide if you guys don't notice this is the exact play later in the game that we'll talk about that the uh, browns ran on the goal line four straight plays in a row um so let's look at this play right uh we're kind of confused still looks like nelson is guarding cooper uh king is here on it might be donovan people's jones right there i can't quite tell uh looks like we got one high in in, um, in petrie up there and then the rest are linebackers let's take a look at this Let's see what happens here We'll get to the other angle because that's much better looking. Matt, what do you see on this play?
1: i seen Nick Chubb just absolutely manhandle. I don't even know how many defenders and carried how many for about 15 yards, which is kind of embarrassing.
0: Yeah, it, embarrassing doesn't even begin to uh, to describe it. One, two, three, four, five dudes are on him right now. Why is he not getting tackled? Roy Why are we allowing help him to push that
1: pile there for a second?
0: Yeah, it's like, what's going on here? Like, what are we doing? Like, tackle the man. I understand we're trying to get the ball out of his hands. Um, but you got to tackle him. You got to tackle. You have to bring him down. And I think part of it is, for those of y'all who play Madden, you know that and I'm not very good at Madden. So I, I know a little bit about this, just a little bit. <laughs> but in Madden, you have two types of tackles. You can tackle the person, you know, like, or three types of tackles. You can hit stick the person. You can just straight up tackle them, arm tackle or or grab tackle, or you can try and rip the ball out. If you try and rip the ball out, that running back or whoever is going to be allowed to go for an, an extra couple of yards. It's kind of a rock, paper, scissors thing, right? That's what's happening here, right? They're trying to rip the ball out. They're not trying to tackle. You can see them hands on the ball, trying to rip it out, tackle them if he's gone two yards more three yards more stop tackle the man and that's an issue right that's what we're seeing here we're seeing the Texans not tackle we're seeing them continue to try and get turnovers and I'm all for the turnover but y'all you gotta tackle you got to tackle gotta do it all right anything else you saw Matt before we move on to the next play nope all right let's move on to the next play this next play is less of me upset with the Texans and more of me real happy. So let's take a look at this play. It's a little corrupted. I apologize again. <coughs> Yo, the play, is, the play is sweet, y'all. Ooh. Ooh, I'm going to start it off this time. I need y'all to understand. For those, again, who play Madden, you guys know what a user lurk is. You know what the user lurk is. The user lurk is where... You get out there, you lurk the the you you kind of move your safety or your your man around and you and you lurk a pick. You you get a pick and you, you've lurked it, right? You're kind of standing in the area and then you cut over right at the last second and lurk it. That is what's happening here. That is what Petrie does. A couple of weeks ago, he got looked off. We saw that in the Raiders game. He gets looked off the ball and it causes a pick or it causes a touchdown this time that ain't it chief i want you to look here woohoo don i think it was a um john what's his face from our sideline reporter um, john harris john harris harris kind of called this out earlier in his breakdown he talks about how petrie and people's jones is supposed to kind of pull petrie out there and you can kind of see Watson is not looking that direction if Watson had been looking at people's Jones I think Petrie would have had to respect that and this probably would have been a touchdown But look at Watson's eyes He's looking over here and look at where Petrie's looking Petrie's looking right here at Watson Because Watson's staring it down he sees sees the load up He lurks it and beautiful and that was a good throw by the way too That throw was on the money to Cooper But Watson had a little bit of Davis Mills in him at that one. He stared down that receiver, and it allows for a great user alert. What do you see there, Matt? You see anything else?
1: That's what happens when you don't play in 700 days. You get a little rusty, and I don't think he was expecting um, Jalen Petra to be that refined this early in his career and be able to be that disciplined to stay in his area, stay in his zone, and lurk that. But he learned the hard way. And about he the learned. only problem I have with, so far, Petrie's interception here and Stingley's interception, Jacksonville, which I'm not as mad about this one, because I think he'd manage to get back to the 25 or whatever. But, because and coming out of the end zone, he had the lane, so I'm not too upset with it. But most of the time, if you get a pick in the end zone, just stay in the end zone, take the free yards but he made up for it by getting back so
0: that's yeah if, if we go back to the other angle it's probably better if he if he takes this pick it's probably better if he takes it outside the numbers here uh and goes sideline rather than cutting back across the field because uh, he had <laughs> blockers on the outside there but yeah I, I agree he probably should have stayed in the end zone here um but still petrie with his third pick and i would like to petition that we uh start doing this or this or this every time Petrie makes a play. The man has been the wood, the man has been uh getting interceptions. He's got what the second most uh he's third in, in Texans history for uh most interceptions by a rookie. Um most in tackles, most in tackles ever. I mean, in Texans history, that's insane, right? Put it up. Up the fives, yo. Put it up. All right, let's move on to the next play here. Let's see what's going on here. Uh, I'm a little too far. Boom, right on the money. All right, let's look at this next play. Grant, uh, it's Grant Delpit, right? I think I learned his name today because he got put through the spin cycle. Delpit got abused all game long. Why? By Damian Pierce. All game long. <clears throat> I know all season we've been saying Damian Pierce is a dog. But Damian Pierce is a dog, y'all. The man's insane. He's angry, he runs angry. And, but he runs with with a a, a skill, right? He runs in in a way that keeps him on his feet and that's that's controlled. It's beautiful. I ho- I don't want him to take too much more punishment, but yo, he's the reason I watch the games. He's the reason I go. Because I like to see him, I like to see him play. I know he didn't have a good two games before this, but yo, he played great here. What you think, Matt?
1: Damien Pierce is just doing Damien Pierce things. Like we've seen this like, every game we've watched film for. The man's a monster. There's... And with the O-line he has, it's not great. So, it's a miracle. He's putting up the numbers he is. And... He's getting heavily overshadowed for Offensive Rookie of the Year simply because Kenneth Walker was putting up big numbers because, like, he's having more overall team success and he's got a better line. Uh, Brees Hall, like... All these guys are studs, don't get me wrong. But Bruce Hall, he was, didn't get a whole lot of action early, but when he came in, he was putting up big numbers, and his team's having a lot of success, so he's getting a lot of big recognition. Damian Pierce is pretty much doing this with no, like, little to no recognition. So if we just get like a couple better pieces on our offensive line, then he's going to be putting up, bigger and better numbers with overall yards and touchdowns so but at this point i'm almost willing to just run wildcat for the rest of the season send Darre or you know benjamin out there to be qb1 if we can have like a little pitch option
0: agreed i could i could i, I well mills is gonna be out there so yeah it is what it is but one thing i'll say here that i don't know if is really thought about in this play um one I believe this is Aikens on Clowney here. Yeah, uh, that's that's not bad by Aikens on Clowney, but uh, also this was a terribly run play because Chris Moore has got to stop Delpit here. He doesn't even have the time, right? Like he just got there. He's not time to. He doesn't have time to do anything, and this play is supposed to go out no that was never gonna work and if it's supposed to cut back in if this would have been david johnson he'd have been sacked or tackled for a loss because he didn't get there in time this is all damian pierce all damian pierce here that is just great running by the rookie uh great balance great movement just everything great everything by the rookie all right let's get to the next play here let's get to the next play This one's going to be in the second half. We're moving ahead a bit here. All right. Again, the ugly stuff. So let's look at it. Looks like we've got cover one going on here. Possible blitz incoming. we got fire on the line. Yeah, this looks like that. Let's see what's going on here. Alright. This is ugly looking, but Matt, what do you see here?
1: Honestly not much. This all twenty two got me bugging.
0: Yeah, let's let's try and get to the other angle so we can we can get a better view here. At least of the front seven. Alright, Will you see anything there?
1: I think Christian Harris probably should have had a pick
0: yeah he's he steps in front i think that's a great play by the rookie um but yeah this was this was this was i really wish the other angle was better looking because what i really wanted you to see is this nothing is open look at that sticky coverage a good bend on the back here look at this Edges are taken care of. If Watson runs, he's he's lit up. He's got nowhere to throw this ball to. He could throw that to Donovan Peoples Jones, but if he does, Petrie's got another lurk.
1: Petrie's uh, either lurking that or Donovan Peoples Jones is dying. Yeah, like
0: 45. Yeah, he's, he's gonna get lit up. We saw Cooper get lit up earlier, but or later in this game, but good grief. That would have been an ugly throw. So we see here, look at this. Look locked 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 nothing is open the secondary played well our defense played well that's what we've been wanting to see all season now Chubb did gash us. they got a lot of rushing yards on us I think it's 164 or something like that against us but we stood tall pretty much all game we didn't allow more than six points on defense 21 points came from Special teams came from uh, uh, t- uh, two offensive drives where we had a pick six and a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Defense couldn't have done much more. They only gave up six points. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. All right, let's get to this next play. Let's move ahead. Three oh six. All right. Now, this whole game, I was supremely frustrated with with uh, Kyle Allen. All game. And I actually want to go back real quick to this. Pierce would be, I, I do agree with Alpha here. Pierce would be getting recognized a lot more if we were winning. A lot more if we were winning. So let's see. Let's go ahead. Let's move ahead here. Let's see what's going on. Things may be bugging here, but I can still see this. Two open receivers. Look at that. And you couldn't hit either one of them. What do you see here, Matt?
1: Between Kyle Allen overthrowing receivers all the time and Dave smells underthrowing him all the time. I don't know which is worse honestly. But it's bad.
0: I mean I need y'all to see how much he overthrew. Like Nico Collins is six four. And he's all of six four.
1: I think look, he needed to be at least seven four to catch that ball.
0: Look at that. He needs to be an entire five inches taller and have a five inch vertical he needs 10 more inches to catch this ball cleanly why why is this so far overthrown he the way this ball is thrown is almost like he's trying to hit uh uh chris moore on the other side here this is a perfect ball for chris moore if he throws this on the other side i don't understand what's happening here
1: if I'm not wrong, it looked like that pass was a little behind Nico too.
0: It was definitely behind him. It was way high and way behind. I don't know what he thinks Nico's got in terms of vertical, but it ain't that. Um I don't know if LeBron James could have caught that ball. So, yeah, I don't know what was going on there, but this was what was frustrating all day. It's not that the Texans played badly. The defense played phenomenal. It's not like the rest of the offense played bad. They played great. I will say the play calling was kind of uh, like on that end zone. Why didn't we run uh, three times there? Because we had been gashing them all game with the run. Darre and
1: Pierce. I would like what? to point out here, if it's not for Eno Benjamin, Calhoun probably gets blown up by Miles Garrett.
0: Oh, facts. Look at that. Eno Benjamin putting his body on the line there. Putting his body on the line. Look at this right here boop this man tried to stand in his way and it it didn't really work out for him but it, it was enough it was enough but here's what i really want you to see look at <laughs> philip Dorset. look at it look at how bad that is like you can tell it's bad yeah i know we're tanking alpha i know uh but yeah Pep didn't call the worst plays. There were some decent plays there. That throw to Tegan Couturiano was off. Right, that he was open and he would have jetted away. He was he was killing it. There were a couple of plays where Tegan Couturiano was also open and he was running the exact <laughs> same route that we saw OJ Howard running um, earlier in the season. Um, but yeah, this is just it was just bad play. It was just bad play indeed. Um. Let me go ahead and let's move forward here. Let's let's get off of this play because it's just ugly. I don't like it. Makes me sick. All right. Let's get to the last play that we're going to look at. And it is at 111.25. All right. Now, in stadium, I had already left. Uh-oh. We're going to get a little bit of a shutdown. Oh, we did. We got to restart. 111. Oh, come on. 11 24. There we go. All right. So let's look at this real quick. Here it is. Boom. Tutty Nico Collins. I can't say that this was a great throw because it wasn't. It was terrible. It was behind him. He didn't throw it into a spot where Nico had the best chance to win. He throws it into a spot where... Uh, the CB has a chance to come back for it. Um, But come on now. Nico Collins, 10 targets, only three receptions and a tutty. If this had been anything of a better quarterback, he'd have had an Amon Ross St. Brown type day where everybody talks about how Amon Ross St. Brown is better than Nico Collins. It's because he's had a better quarterback. He's open. He's we saw what he did to JC Jackson. We saw what he did to every other corner that's been on him. He burns him. Makes him look bad. Gets the tutty here. What do you see here, Matt? What do you think?
1: I, I think that's number 23 guarding Nico. I'd say that was a probably a 70-30 to 30 ball in favor of the defender. That ball was pretty much thrown straight at the defender's chest. So Nico won this route and the play. Based off his sheer size and athleticism. Because there's no way any of our other wide receivers are making that play.
0: Look at that. And His arm is it's at his elbow. <laughs> Look at it. He has to come that, back for the ball.
1: That is ridiculous. Any other quarterback with any sort of pass placement would have either led him more. Because if you put that ball right around the S... A little sooner that's easy touchdown yeah. even if you float it up a little bit more to where it's a jump ball that, that easily favors it, yeah. nico because i think nico it looks like nico's probably got like a four four to five inch height advantage on that defender yeah but the fact that he threw it straight at the defender's chest and nico still won that route is impressive exactly
0: exactly this is this is this is the problem right like both quarterbacks have played bad uh Kyle Allen is more willing to take the, the throw down the field. Unfortunately, he's not good at it. He keeps overthrowing. Um, and that's unfortunate, right? It is just, it is what it is there. I'm going to take a look at Tegan Katoriano, see what he's doing over here. Tegan was open as well. So it is what it is. It was ugly. I The film was ugly, y'all. It wasn't that great for the offense. But I do want to go back real quick, and I want to show some love to my man, Tegan Cotoriano, here. Let me get to 1636. Actually, let's go to 301 first. Give me a second here. Cool, cool. All right. So let's go ahead here. Let me play this play real quick. I want you to look at this. I want you to look at Tegan Cotoriano here. One-on-one with Clowney. One-on-one with Clowney. One-on-one with Clowney. Look at that. He's holding them up. One-on-one, there's no help there. I'm loving what I'm seeing from Keegan Gattoriano. I'm going to keep showing more and more plays of him because I don't think he gets enough love, but he's a blocking tight end, y'all, and he can catch. I call him baby Gronk for a reason. The man looks good. He's looking looking very good. Looking very good. Let's get to this next play because I wanted to see this one too. 16, 36. All right, let's look at this play real quick. I need y'all to see that. I need y'all to see it real quick. What just happened? I need y'all to look at the bottom of the screen right here at Tegan Couturiano. Look at that. Look at that pancake. We haven't seen blocking like this from a tight end since Owen Daniels or CJ Fedorowicz. Just handled 28. Handles him. Tegan Couturiano, y'all. He's the truth. He's the truth. He's a good dude. He's good. I'm telling y'all. Y'all need to, y'all need to start. Y'all need to start looking at him. Alright. Let's jump into let's jump into the conclusion here. I, I wanted to, to 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 look at some stuff. The fumble. I don't want to show that play because it was ugly. I've tried to show as, as bad, as few bad plays as possible. But uh that fumble by Kyle Allen in the end zone, terrible. Terrible. That should have never happened. <coughs> should have never happened. It was it was horrible. It was horrible. Horrible stuff. Um But I don't think that Kyle Allen and Davis Mills play puts Nick on the hot seat. What do you think, Matt? Do you think that's true? Do you agree with Joey?
1: I don't think Nick is on the hot seat quite yet because people are wanting like instant results, and I I get why they want want to say Nick's on the hot seat, but you just got to let it play out because it's we're still like a couple months after the Jackie's re firing, so we don't really know how Nick's been acting, but. 'Cause we know Jack and Nick were close, but we just and plus with just the play calling and the overall play we've seen from our cornerbacks. Like, we thought we could have had something with Davis Mills. It's clear we didn't. We signed Kyle Allen hoping he could be Oh I changed that. <laughs> we'll do Alpha. But um I lost my train of thought.
0: Nick on the hot seat.
1: Yeah, Nick on the hot seat, but I think he needs at least another year or two to fully determine what like his intentions are with this roster because we don't even like we're not even all the way through with the Watson compensation yet. We still have like four more picks from that trade that we have to use. So depending on how much control he has hiring the next head coach, which we'll talk about that in a second and what his like his, I think he just needs more time
0: I agree um, I can't I can't say Nick ha- is on the hot seat I, I, I can't say that he, he even deserves to be on the hot seat um, Nick has done nothing he hasn't he hasn't had the time he's had one full draft that's it He's had one draft. the 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 last one was half a draft that he inherited, and he came, remember he came in halfway through or three quarters of the way through the off season. He didn't even have his own scouts, so that first draft was just off the cuff. He gets Nico Collins out of that. He gets Davis Mills out of that. He gets Roy Lopez. Not saying that Davis Mills and Roy Lopez are amazing, but that's that's what he gets, right?
1: He got Wallow, He's been. He solid. Got,
0: he got oh uh, is he I mean he's okay. I mean he's, he's good, good for special okay. but yeah. But it's 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 the problem is that he didn't really get a good first draft. He didn't get a good first head coach round. Like he came in after everything had kind of happened like he didn't really have control. Second draft is this one. He still doesn't have full control. He doesn't get to pick the coach he wants. He gets he gets his draft though and, and he <laughs> does a pretty good job of picking what he want, what he can pick. We it's his first year and these are all rookies. Uh did he get Brevin? Yeah, he got Brevin in that draft, but again, he only had like five picks from the third round on. Brevin needs to be cut though. We need to talk about that too. Brevin needs to be cut. He should never never play again like that's he should not be playing for the texans anymore but he hasn't had any time to be put on the hot seat yet like that that's not even fair to put him on the hot seat yet for this um with that being said um like i said it was just bad play from a lot of players brevin probably had his best game but he still can't catch the ball man has hands like feet um let's move on though to the side that did play pretty well the d the defense played very well uh this game there were some plays obviously that they were that was eh, but he played the the d played very very well without stingley um with tavier thomas and Derek king in um this was this was this was good play They didn't have all their starters. They played extremely well. Um, And that's what we want to see from the D and from the Texans moving forward. I don't think we're I still don't think we're as bad a team as our record is. I think we're playing way worse than than what we should be like. We should be playing a lot better than this. I think that comes down to coaching, to play calling, to hesitancy and conservatism. I think we're not playing with our heads on fire. And I think that's a big problem. Um, what do you think, Matt? I completely agree. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, rookies, the rookies, the rookies, the rookies continue to light it up, continue to go ham. Tegan Catoriano, Chris Harris. Um, Damian Pierce, right? Those three have been phenomenal. Jalen Petrie, another pick. Picks off Sean Watson, who didn't play great, but he still picked him off. Great stuff. I mean, our, our rookies are playing well. Are they the best of the best? No, they're pretty dang good. Damian Pierce is in, in the running for Offensive Rookie of the Year. You've got uh, uh, Jalen <laughs> Petrie, who's one of the best... Um, one of the best rookie safeties out there. I mean, you've got a lot of good rookie play. Um, Anything to add on that, Matt?
1: The future is bright for this Texans team, and it's only getting brighter with the upcoming draft as we could potentially have the number one pick and an early pick in the teams. So hopefully the Browns lose out and everyone between us and the Browns win out. So
0: that way we could potentially have two top ten, maybe even top five picks that would be amazing I would like that a lot uh give me that please two top five picks I guarantees us whoever the heck we want pretty much mm-hmm. get All Jalen right.
1: Carter and Bill Anderson
0: yeah that would be uh that'd be nice I doubt we get them both but that would be nice um man can dream let's move on to uh the person that is on our jerseys Derek Stingley what do we think is going to happen with him going forward, what do you think, Matt, for the rest of the season? I almost think
1: we keep him sidelined simply so we don't have to deal with him getting injured again, possibly worse than what he already has been. Because we got lucky that was just a hamstring strain or whatever that he's got going on right now. So I say, let him sit out the rest. The- well, I don't know if I am him sending out the rest of the year or not because I would like him to get as much action as possible but at the same time I don't want him getting banged up and beaten over a lost season so it's really a coach's call that I don't know if I trust our coaches to make but I'm just a fan so I don't have any say in the situation but it'll be interesting to see how they play the Derek Stingley situation. I would like to see him back on the field as soon as possible but with a lost season, it's hard telling.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, i I do honestly think they kind of keep him out for the rest of the year. I kind of agree with you on that. I think he he doesn't. Um, I think he's he's <laughs> Alpha. Get good at sniping. Get good, bro. Um, I do think Stingley is out the rest of the season. Uh, I I think they try and protect him and let him come back fully healthy next season. Uh, it's sad because I don't want to see that. I would like to see Stingley out there playing, um, but yeah, I, I think I think he's out the rest of the season. It's unfortunate, but I think that's what's going on. Um, next head coach, I wanted to talk about this real quick. I know a lot of people who want. Uh, well, really, we believe that that Lovey is probably going to be fired at the end of the year. Um, I think this is just me. I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there. I think D'Amico Ryan's should probably be our next head coach. Uh, and I think he should come in. I think I actually posted this in our discord in in the Texans thoughts discord, who I thought should be our coaching candidates. And if somebody can get there faster than me um let me know because i do not remember what i said because i've slept since then uh let me see uh uh who did i say i know i had mentioned I know I had mentioned Ryan's. Oh, I mentioned the head coach, or the head coach should be Domenico Ryan's. Our offensive coordinator should be the quarterbacks coach for the uh, Eagles. Um, and our defensive coordinator, who did I say the defensive? Co- oh, Gerard Mayo for defensive coordinator. I don't think that's a that's a that's a pretty dang good. Uh, that's a pretty dang good list of coaches right there and I think that would that would serve us pretty well um but yeah what do you think Matt what do you who do you think should be the next head coach what do you think we should do at coach what kind of coach should we get see I feel like we can go
1: either a defensive minded head coach because we have a ton of young pieces over there on the defensive side of the ball that would really benefit from a defensive minded head coach. But with the upcoming draft and us possibly adding a new quarterback and potentially getting a new young wide receiver to pair alongside with Nico Collins, who we my Brandon Hooks probably won't be here for the next season. I think we could really benefit from an offensive minded coach as well. So we really have a really attractive job because with, Defensive side of the ball, Jalen Petrie, Derek Stingley, Christian Harris. Like, the possible, like, the scenarios are endless. With the offensive side of the ball, potentially getting Bryce Young or CJ Stroud or Anthony Richardson, whoever you fancy. And then Jordan Addison or Quentin Johnston. Like, so, like, it would be a head coach's dream to coach here, honestly. So, defensive-minded head coach, I'd, I'm definitely on the D'Amico Ryan train but for offensive side of the ball, give me Kellen Moore. The Cowboys consistently have a top-tier offense. And earlier this year, when Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott went down, they had Cooper Rush and Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is just as good, if not better, than Zeke, in my opinion. But still, Cooper Rush nonetheless. And they were still winning games. Yeah. Like, that's that's mind-blowing to me. And I heard someone say that... Uh, they don't think they'd want Kellen Moore because, like, he seemed more quiet and off-putting and kind of, like, kept to himself. Look at Mike McDaniels. Everyone thought that about him in San Francisco. Now he's one of the most outspoken coaches in the league, and he's having a ton of fun with Tua and his guys. So yeah, give me that
0: on that note i I know there's also people who are saying they they worry about who someone like kellen like who is he gonna get for his staff right like how could he do that um mike mcdaniel had the same questions who is he gonna bring to to miami how is he gonna like what coaching staff is he gonna have how is that gonna work um and Look at what Miami's doing right now. Dominating. Dominating. They are legit right now. So I think all that talk needs to stop. I know a lot of people have talked about him being not able to be a leader of men, being too soft-spoken. Let's leave that alone. The man's a coach right now, and he's he's done very well with that offense. I think he deserves the shot, and I'd be happy with it. Um... First pick of the draft. I know everybody has said it's it's gotta be Bryce, right? Or they said it's gotta be a trade back, or they said it's gotta be Will Anderson or it's gotta be Jalen Carter. What do you think it should be, Matt? Personally, I'm on the Bryce Young train. Like I know there's a lot
1: of question about his size and but I really don't care about that because a lot of people were saying that about Devontae Smith coming out of Alabama. Like I know it's two completely different position groups, but people thought he were going to get blown up because he's a small wide receiver. People were saying that about Kyler Murray, and they're not all wrong because he hasn't been good as of late, but you got to give him some time. Like the new Call of Duty just came out. Like, just give him some time. But when he came in, like, he was killing it, honestly. Like, I had him on my fantasy team a couple years. Killed it. Like mm-hmm. he was constantly like getting probably like two passing touchdowns a game, maybe like a couple of rushing touchdowns every couple of games. Like mm-hmm. dude killed it. So with a better offensive line, like and having Damian Pierce in the backfield, any quarterback can succeed. But right yeah. now I'm, my options are wide open between Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, or even a trade back. So, yeah,
0: I think, I think I would love to see, uh, I think I would love to see Bryce. I think he is the second coming of Deshaun Watson without the uh, ugly stuff that we know, right? The allegations of, of being the booty bandit, right? Um, I think he he I think he's a great player. Size is something that I worry about. Uh, I, I know I've had a lot of debates with people in the texting thoughts uh, Discord about size, particularly when it comes to basketball with like uh, Victor Wimbiana, but. <coughs> Honestly, Stroud is bigger. He's not better, but I think he's he's. I think he's bigger, and I think he has the opportunity to grow, still as well. And I do honestly. I have this feeling that that's who the Texans take. If especially if they get D'Amico Ryan's, I have a feeling that they just go for Stroud. Um, and I say that mainly because I think. Um, I, don't, I think uh, uh, Nick is not going to want a smaller quarterback. He's he's known for getting bigger quarterbacks, and that's Levis, and that's that's Stroud, and Anthony Richardson. And I think he goes more for Stroud or Levis. And I think he probably goes for Stroud. Um, but I think his best bet would be to go to go for Bryce. That's what I would think, or trade back. Especially if you get a big old haul of picks. If you get three first-round picks this year, trade back. Do it. Trade back as fast as you possibly can because that's four first-round picks this year plus the 32nd pick in the draft. That's crazy. That'd be insane. That's how I look at it. But uh, I'm personally, I, I, I would like to see Bryce, but I, I think it's going to be Stroud, obviously. if we Honestly, if we stay with that first pick. Um, let's move forward here.
1: Um, uh, these uh, comments here, I'm gonna shoot. need Eden to stop with that.
0: Yeah. Stroud's gonna
1: fall out and defeat Georgia. Like I'm gonna need you to stop with that right now, because
0: Go Dogs, baby, <laughs> going back to back. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this real quick. I think Stroud gets exposed, and I think this causes Ooh. his draft stock to fall big time. I think he gets exposed versus Georgia. I think Georgia just manhandles him, and Stroud goes off on a bad note, and I think that makes him look bad. Um, and it's a, it's unfortunate, but I think I think that's what's going to end up happening. Um, that's just it'll me. Be, I don't. Go ahead. It'll be interesting
1: to see because we already know that Jackson Smith and Jigba isn't going to be playing in this game since he's. Declared for the NFL draft so
0: about mm-hmm.
1: like about the only thing he'll have going for him is his offensive
0: line Yeah You good Oh, oh I guess I'm there. Um, but yeah Jackson Smith in, in Jigba. Yeah, he would he wouldn't have a lot here in, in Houston. Um But yeah, I I I do think um, Stroud here would be hindered a lot more. I think Bryce would be the better bet. Um, so that's just my thoughts. It'd probably be better to go with, with, with Bryce. Uh, but yeah, I don't think Stroud's going to shock the world. I think he's going to get blown up and it's going to be ugly. Uglier than we thought. What were you saying, Matt, before you had to to drop off?
1: Sorry about that. My AirPod died. and uh, But yeah, so... He'll have his offensive line and Marvin Harrison Jr. So it'll be interesting to see how he fares against that 11-man monster that is the Georgia Bulldogs defense Mm -hmm. led by so many young athletic freaks like Jalen Carter, Ty Key Smith, Christopher Smith, Keely Ringo. I'm almost willing to bet that Keely Ringo has Marvin Harrison on lock and key. So If Stroud wants this game, he's really gonna have to get in his bag and work for it, or else it's like I'm predicting a Georgia-Michigan national championship. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I actually think TCU shocks the world. TCU is
1: fun and exciting, especially because they've got Max Dugan, who, after that heartbreaking loss. Is an absolute like he's an absolute favorite for anyone who watches college football or football in general. Yeah, like such a humble kid. Like it'll be fun to watch watch him play. And I I would like TCU to win, but personally, I think Michigan has the advantage and they'll yeah beat TCU. But yeah,
0: I think I think uh, I think. I have a feeling that TCU shocks the world, goes to the national championship and then gets blown out. Just That's, that's kind of how I feel there. I don't want it to happen, but I think it happens. Um, any other questions you guys have? We could talk all day about, uh, you know, the Natty. We could talk all day about uh, the college football playoffs, but video game awards is on Thursday night football's on. Uh, you know how it is. The Spurs are playing the Rockets. Uh, go, Spurs, go. Um, it's a good day, y'all. It's a good Thursday. Any other questions? Any other questions y'all got for me? If y'all do, put them in the chat. Um, also, I do want to address this comment real quick. Uh, Alpha, this is unacceptable, bro. You know that that uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is cross-platform. Like, I can play you on PC and you play on PS5, right? I don't have to have the game on PS5, right? So, like, even if he has Xbox or PC, he can play us. Like, he can play against you there. Yeah, don't be scared just because he doesn't have a PS5. Like, yeah, we're playing I'm Modern just...
1: Warfare 2 and I'm not invited.
0: Yo, jump in. Jump in. The problem is, I'm terrible, I, play, but... I, I play hardcore. Alpha's too scared scared to do so because he gets shot. (laughs) That's just how it is. It's just how it is. All right, y'all. We're going to drop for the night. It was a fun time. Y'all know how it is. We looked through the darkness. We kind of found a little bit of light there. Had a lot of fun. Y'all came right back to the middle. It's been fun, y'all. We'll see you next week with some more Film Breakdown. A little bit more calming down and a little bit more middle talk. Yeah, you did hear me call out Alpha. I'll see y'all next week. Peace out, y'all.